everybody. Welcome to the campfire. It's a takeover episode. I am James Dasson, Assistant Director at Camp Waquaik, and I'll be guest hosting this week's episode of Campfire Conversation. Today I get to talk to one of my great friends and an amazing leader in the camping world. Sarah Federhoff is the Assistant Director of Trails and Camp. She does all the things of a full-time camp professional, from hiring and training staff, talking to and working with parents and campers, and running an amazing camp program at Trails End. We are talking today about all the benefits Sleepaway Camp has to offer. We talk to so many people on the podcast who are summer camp lifers. They grew up at camp, their family ran the camp, but Sarah and I share something in common. We didn't come from that background. We found summer camp later in life, and we want to explore what that impact has on people. Sarah has a wealth of knowledge about the summer camp experience and what it provides to people. I hope you all enjoy listening and get something out, and maybe come join us at a camp. Sarah Fedorov, welcome to the campfire. How's it going today? I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you around the campfire. I'm excited to chat with you today. And we're talking all things summer camp and how it affects everybody and everybody in the world. And so me and you have something in common. We didn't go to sleepaway camp growing up. So I have to start off by asking, like, how did you find sleepaway camp? How did you get into this? What, what was the motivation there? Yeah, yeah, you are correct. I did not go to sleepaway camp growing up. Um, I was... I was born and raised in a small town in Maine. Uh, Camp Laurel is actually in my backyard, believe it or not, um, but I never really knew it existed. Uh, grew up going to day camps in, in my town. And um, when I got to college, I was going for exercise science and I needed an internship and I wanted it to be fun. And I actually played college basketball. So I went on NCAA. Um, and saw an ad for summer camp and it was um, Trails End, which I where I currently work and applied. Got an interview uh, within a couple weeks, got hired in December, and I'm sure they thought I'd be one of those staff members that didn't actually show up in May, <laughs> uh, June, I mean, but I, I did. Uh, and I, you know, took a road trip with my mom and dad, was the first staff member there on orientation day. I was one of those people. Love it. Uh, and um 15 years later here, I still am uh, You're still, going to sleep wake, yeah, still so. going to sleep wake. 15 years. And they're just, yeah. just off of a whim of a, a, an internship ad that you needed for school. Um, and, yeah. and so how do you think that changed your life? Like going to camp, you know, what, what would you be doing if you didn't go to camp? Like, what do you think you'd be working as? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think, you know, when I started undergrad as an exercise science, with my exercise science degree, I just, assumed I was going to go to grad school to be an athletic trainer to like really kind of stay within that realm. Um, but after going to, to trails on my first summer in 2008, I, uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do when I graduated. And I graduated undergrad in 2009, um, took a year off, uh, worked at a, a second internship at a boys and girls club in YMCA, um, in Waterville, Maine, which there's a lot of other great, you know, summer camps in Maine right around there. And, um, ultimately made the decision to go get my master's in community youth work after that, because I wanted to start working with kids. You know, I decided athletic training wasn't the way I wanted to go. So like it just changed. I didn't want to go into teaching. I assumed I'd go into some type, some type of nonprofit management role with, with youth. Um, but I was fortunate enough after I graduated, to grad school, uh, the Honeyfelds and Goldbergs asked me to come on full time. And I, I moved from Maine to Long Island, which was a little bit of a culture shock <laughs> for sure. Probably. Uh, and then um, 
started my career full time at Camping, which is pretty cool. That's amazing. And it's the kind of like the dream and what we 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 both do staffing and we hire a lot for our camps as well. And something we tell our counselors is like sometimes you do not know how these kids are going to affect you. Uh, and it's kind of like the, I love that story of where you didn't you wanted to work with kids or you wanted to do and you didn't really know. And then summer camp kind of found you and then you found it and it just kept going from there, which is amazing, yeah. I think, you know. Um, and and so with summer camp is an interesting place to work at. Obviously, I think everybody asks what you do the rest of the year. It's the most common question I get. It's like, okay, 100%. Right? what are you doing the rest of the year? And so people don't seem to understand the, the ways that working in this community building environment can really develop you personally and professionally. Are there some things that you think you've gotten just from working in the summer camp community that, that you wouldn't have gotten somewhere else? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think what's so unique and so amazing about this job. And, and I, you know, I think anyone that has the opportunity to go work at summer camp, no matter what you're going to school for, um, you can walk away learning so much in just two months of being at a sleepaway camp. Um, you know, you are learning everything from patience to responsibility. You know, a lot of young people right now that are in college have no idea what it's like to take care of anyone but themselves or only <laughs> care about themselves. Right. And at sleepaway camp, you're in charge of 10 to 12 kids. And so you are responsible for their day-to-day happiness and physical well-being being and mental well-being being. So it's really, um, that teamwork, anyone that, you know, in life, any job you go down, any road you go down, you're, you're part of a team. You have to execute whatever the ultimate goal is of your profession. And at camp, it's the same thing. You're a part of a team of 300 staff at Charles End. I know Aquatic has similar numbers. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is really about working together and collaborating. You learn stress management full on. <laughs> like, <laughs> stress management is a big one, I'm sure. Yep. It's a massive one. You know, so there's all these things, these life skills, these really easy life skills that young people can take with them to the real world, whatever that real world becomes for them. And I I think if you can do it for one summer, it's the best job anyone can have for, for summer experience. Yeah, I totally agree. We try and tell this to staff all the time. You know, you kind of become part of the secret club if you've worked at a summer camp, you know, a sleepaway camp. It doesn't even like your Trails End, Waquaic, Westmont, any of these camps. It's kind of like you're in the secret club when you meet somebody else that, oh, I worked for a summer. They kind of know. And it's like yeah. part of this hidden thing. Um, now, we've talked about staff a little bit. Let's let's, let's switch to campers for a little bit. Right. Um, so, you know, the campers experience is is different, obviously, than staff. But I feel like they get a lot out of camp, too. And, and so both of us, yeah. you know, not going as a camper, you know, seeing it now for doing it for so long, what are the things that you think the campers get out of, out of going to summer camp? Yeah. You know, I always joke with my mom and dad now. I'm like, I don't know why you didn't send me to sleep with <laughs> Like the life skills that you get at eight years old, all the way up through your 16 is unbelievable. You know, the independence that you see these, these campers come and have by the last day of camp, you know, when they get off the bus, they're shy, you know, seven year olds mm-hmm. that are stepping off the bus for the first time. And then by day 52, they're crying because they don't want to go home. And yep. then to, to see them just kind of develop and grow over those, those seven weeks is, is truly magical in a lot of ways. Um, so that independence. Also, like, I think the best thing we do for kids now in, in today's world with Sleepaway Camp is we truly let them unplug and just be kids. I think yeah. everyone's caught up on all of their cell phones and social medias and, um, you know, the Internet. And for them to just be kids and learn social interaction, how to look someone in the eye when they're having conversations, how to, how to, you know, um, deal with conflict resolution in in shared living spaces. Many of these kids that come to our camps are, you know, don't have to share a room back home. So when they come to camp, now they're sharing with 
nine other people and, and learning those basic just life skills is unbelievable for these kids. Um, and, you know, we're really fortunate at Charles and a lot of our campers that, um, you know, grow up with us. So from seven right on up, they also come back work as staff members. So oh, not yeah? only do we get to see them uh-huh. uh, grow up as kids, but we also get to see them in that leadership role of being a counselor, which is really, really unique opportunity. Um, a couple of my girls from my first year in 2008 still come back to camp and are now wow. years. And that's, that's really cool to see because I've seen them through so many milestones of their lives that um, once again, those relationships just really kind of help to solidify why this profession is so cool and, and why summer camp is so necessary for everyone. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's something like, again, there's so many people that have grown up at camp and they know everything about camp and they, that's what their whole life is about. And they do everything they can to come back every summer, 10 for two, you know, I live 10 months mm-hmm. in a regular place so I can come back to camp for two months. Um, and so, but you know, there's more and more kids now in general that I are finding camp even later in years, maybe not in the, the third, fourth, fifth grade, you know, even sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And they're like, Hey, I've never been yeah. to summer camp and I want to go now. You know, do you think it's okay? You know, what do you, what are your thoughts on those, those older kids? kids maybe coming to camp later on in life. Do you think they're able to make it? How's that work? Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I think, I think camp is a, is a playground for any age to come, whether you're coming as a camper in seventh and eighth grade, or you're trying to come as a staff member when you're 35. Um, I think that uh, for those older campers that are coming in, you know, we always focus on um, it's about transitioning them into the summer, meaning that they're, we want them to come into the summer um, those sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, at least having a couple familiar faces, and then they'll build the relationships on site. It, it's life's so different in camp in the best possible way um, that you are able to like be in this bubble and really kind of learn about each other and get to build friendships and relationships. I used to say to a lot, and I still say to a lot of my, my friends and my staff that I do interview, uh, you know, you spend eight weeks at summer camp and those eight weeks you get to know people more than you know, some of the people you've known your entire life and and, and at camp for the kids, it's the same thing. So even though you're coming in as a seventh grader camper, um, you very easily are going to be able to build connections, build relationships, um, look up to the staff members around. You want to emulate them, want to be like them. Um, and I think that that's, what's really, really kind of cool is it doesn't matter what age you're coming in. Camp is just such a safe, comfortable community, no matter what camp you go to, that it really does um, focus on all the good uh, and, and isolates any bad that's going on in the outside world, which is really nice. Yeah, I, I find that like amazing how you can kind of create your own community, your own life. Each summer camp has their own kind of world that they unplug from from the rest of the world for a couple mm-hmm. months and, and are able to train these kids and not train them, but like teach them new things. And, and, you know, a lot of that comes through activities, right? Through the basketball, yeah. through the football, through the archery, the whatever it is. How important do you think different activities are like, you know, to the kids? Is it something that they have to do? Do they have to try new things or they only come to camp and just do what they're used to doing? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's, I love, I love that question. I think I, my favorite thing about camp, especially for our third graders through about our sixth graders is that we really focus on exposing the kids to every area in camp. Mm -hmm. You know, the best feeling I get, and I know a lot of our team feels the same way is when a camper comes in on day one and has never been on the driving range on the golf course. And then by the end of the summer, they're like, mom and dad, I wanted to take all buses back. Like the goal is to truly expose them to all these opportunities and all these different program areas. And they might only do it for the summer, but (laughs) it's really kind of cool when they do choose that elective 
perspective, that is something their parents are like, what do you mean he's going to drama? He normally <laughs> goes to basketball. Yep. And that's all he wants to do is basketball. And I think that that's what's really cool about camp is it provides this really safe environment and a comfortable environment for these kids to choose something they wouldn't feel comfortable doing at home, you know, because of whatever outside voices they hear at home or whatever pressure they feel, but at camp, everyone's safe and you can get on the stage. And if your talent is throwing a football, your talent's throwing a football, but you're going to be in the talent show. And I think that that's, what's really, really awesome about camp. And I think the program, um, allows the kids to explore a lot more, more so now than ever, you know, 60 years ago, it was the basic softball, basketball, tennis. And now we've been able to evolve to like skateboarding and robotics and DJing and all these other amazing programs that they just wouldn't have access to back at home or the time back home with school and everything else going on. Yeah, I totally agree. It's something I tell staff members when I'm training or hiring them. Like if I hire a guitar counselor, I tell them, I'm like, look, we're not expecting the kids to be shredding solos by the end of the summer, you know, maybe play some chords to the Taylor Swift song. And really the goal is for them to go home and say, hey, dad, I want to take guitar lessons now because I tried it at camp. That's the goal for any activity, I think. Um, Is there anything that any activity or anything that you've done at camp that you tried that you were like, I've never thought in my life I would ever do this or something, something kind of new? I mean, I was I was a pretty athletic kid growing up. I played college basketball and college softball. So like I was always in the dirt playing around playing sports. So that none of that was like new to me when I came to Trails End. Um, I certainly was not ever getting on stage back home. Like I was not the kid during high school or college that was like doing like plays or talent shows or quote unquote, but you know, at the camp you do. So like from mm-hmm. year one on, I, I mean, I've stopped now and I'm, I'm a little over it, but you know, getting on stage and doing some type of skit in front of all of camp or just, yep. you know, that stuff was really out of my comfort zone, you know, um, where, so I, that, those type of productions and programs, um, I really, it was exposed to more camp than I was anywhere else. Yeah. I feel the same way. I find myself, I, I hate being in front of an audience. It's not my thing. I've always been a behind the scenes no. kind of guy. And somehow yeah. I find myself on stage every summer doing something funny or silly, singing a song or doing a skit. And it, it is, I think it's that safe environment that we create for these kids that allows them to do that, which I think is super important. Uh, yeah. And, you know, how does that affect the kids when they go back into the real world? Like what, what, how, you know, what's the, for them, they're here in this place where they can do anything and be silly and be themselves. And then all of a sudden they go back home and now they got all those eyes on them and Instagram judging them and TikTok judging them. So how do you think this helps those kids? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it helps to build their confidence a lot. Um, I think it also provides them uh, an umbrella of a support system that they, they might not normally have, right? Like they do go back to their real world and their, their, their hometown and their home friends. Um, but I think what's really nice, and this is where technology is valuable, is they're able to still be in, in contact with their camp friends. And, mm-hmm. and when they're able to be in contact with them, whether it is through social media or texting or, or FaceTimes, um, they're instantly brought back to that safe and comfortable spot. That, that is where they really were able to thrive in and, um, and be their true selves. I think, um, Mm -hmm. I think that having access to those friends helps them get through the winters to get back to camp. And, you know, the best, the best thing that I know you hear and I hear is when a kid's like, I'm counting down the days, you know, I think (laughs) it's 50 days to camp now and and to opening campfire. And, you know, you get the messages through our social media and the trails end. And, and, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's, what's really, really cool is that they're they're able to stay connected and, and with their friends and, and to camp in general. 
Yeah, I totally agree. That's something that's just, that's a good way to put it. You know, they have the support system. That's kind of what we're building. They have their friends they can call up and be like, you know, I'm thinking about doing theater in school this year. And their their friends from summer camp are the ones that'd be like, yeah, do it, go do it. Supporting them, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. Um, And now, you know, there's kids that are going to be anti-camp no matter what. They're like, I mom, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. It's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be. And so I know you do some some tours and you talk to parents as well. Yeah. And it's not a sales thing by any means because I don't think any of us are salespeople. That's not what we do in camp. But what do you say to those kids that are a little on the fence about going away to sleepaway camp for their first time? How do you how do you tell them tell them that it's worth it? Yeah, yeah. And I think I think it's case by case. You know, I, right. I think sometimes we globally try to make sweeping statements in regards to how kids are going to handle certain situations. And so we take a lot of time just kind of getting to know the child uh, mm-hmm. individually and the parents individually, you know, leading into it. And also um, we, we put, we have a system in place essentially where we are having these reunions. And I think what does similar and a lot of camps yeah. do similar things where there's moments throughout the year that we're able to bring that community together. And it helps that child through icebreakers and meeting some of the staff. Once again, it's all about familiar faces to kind of help with that transition and onboarding the camper, the future camper to kind of understand, like, we're here for you. Like we're basically going to be mom and dad when you're not, <laughs> when, when they're not there. Um, but but really kind of helping to guide them and explain to them all of the great things they're going to be able to experience and do yeah. um, in a really safe environment. And it's getting, it's earning their trust for them to then that camper then be like, okay, I'm going to try this. Yep. And then typically week, week after week one, they're like, this is great. And they're yeah. like, I told you, right. Like, <laughs> you trust me more now. And I think that that's, what's really important. Yeah. Do you feel that sense of satisfaction when you have a camper that was really on the fence? Uh, well, first, let me say, I love your approach. You're absolutely right. No kid's the same. No person's the same. And there is no yeah. one size fits all. You have to be, yeah. I, I, you know, co- accommodating to each kid and their personality. But do you, what do you, do you feel that sense of accomplishment when that kid that was on the fence and then they come to camp and two weeks in or three weeks in, they're like, this is the best place ever. I'm never leaving. Like, yeah, it's a, it's the best victory in the entire world. Like it's, right? it's, it's, it's amazing to see once again, just like, who they become mm-hmm. in, a, in a really safe environment. And, you know, you hear it from the parents at the end of the season when they're like, Chase came back and he was a different kid. And you're like, that's <laughs> amazing. That, that's what you, but in a good way, like you're like that, I, we wanted that. And that's what the parents wanted too. But there is such a sense of accomplishment and, you know, tears when they arrive because they don't want to be at camp and then yep. tears when they have to go home because they, they don't, don't want to leave. leave camp. That's yeah. that's the best feeling right there. It really is. We've had a couple of parents that came and worked for us one summer. And and I remember specifically one parent and at the end of the night, like, you know, the last night of camp when it gets real emotional and that final campfire and her daughter was just like bawling, crying. And she came up to me. She's like, I've never seen her act like this before in my life. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, and it like is it's, hysteria. It's, it, it, like when that payoff happens is it really is kind of for us, I think like we, we did our job. Yes, it works. This is what we're doing yeah. it for. And it reminds us that. Um, and now let's switch back to staff a little bit. Right. So, you know, sure. kids, I feel like are a little bit more resilient, right? They always say that the kids are resilient. They bounce back. It's, it's easier to kind of say, Hey, try this news, try this now. But when you get into older years, college kids, these kids, it's harder to say, Hey, try something new you've never done before. So when you're talking to a staff member and that's never heard of summer camp, <laughs> never like, what are you talking about? I got to live with kids. Like what's going on here? What do you say to them to say, Hey, this is going to be worth it for you. Yeah. I mean, I think the best tool that probably you and I both have is, is that we came completely not knowing anything about camp. Right. So like I relate a lot of 
my personal experiences to camp and mm-hmm. the transferable skills that I learned in that first year without any uh, indication that I was going to be back for a second year, you know, so I spend a really long time just kind of detailing what it really is like, um, highlighting some time off because very quickly it can be <laughs> yes. like, what, how many hours am I working today? <laughs> but also highlighting a lot of the best factors of camp is you're getting paid to mm-hmm. go into the lake and take a yeah. kid on, uh, taking teach a kid how to water ski. You're getting paid to coach basketball. You're getting paid to go to the fitness facility. And then on top of that, we have all these staff activities with 300 other staff members that are like-minded like you mm-hmm. that want to be doing this stuff. So we have, you know, sports leagues, we have, um, you know, trips on days off to around local areas. So whether it's whitewater rafting, Dorney park, New York city, Philadelphia, we take staff out and about, yep. um, you know, you sell that a little bit and you just, you really try to explain to them, you know, I, I like to use the, the movie Parent Trap, but <laughs> apparently that's like being outdated. Lindsay and nobody knows what it is anymore. She used to be. I know yeah. we're old. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, I, you know, I try to relate it to that as best as I can. But really, it's about it's about the skills that are really transferable and whatever their job is. You know, if you can teach um, a seven year old how to build a robot in robotics yeah. and you can teach an adult to do pretty much anything. <laughs> right. So like, I just feel like there's so many transferable skills that I really try to sell, but I, I do relate a lot of my personal experience because I remember when I first applied, I thought it'd be a fun summer job an right. easy summer job. And it was fun, but it certainly wasn't easy. And no. it's really important to kind of make sure that they know that um, as well as really focusing on what, what they're going to be able to take away from all of this, which is, um, a lot of different skills that can go in any profession down the road. Yeah. You're, you're like the prototype example of like, Hey, I just wanted a, yeah. a fun summer. And then here you are 15 years later, still doing it yeah. and, and totally <laughs> in on it and sold the sauce. So I, I totally agree. Um, and you know, we, we hire a lot of internationals as well. So it's not, you know, that multicultural, uh, you know, people from all over the world. And, and I always tell them sometimes that, you know, this might summer camp might be the first place your child ever meets somebody from uh, England mm-hmm. or Australia or the Brazil or some of these inner places. How, how much of an impact, do you think that international staff has on the summer camp community and yours in particular? Yeah. I mean, I think that they are such a key factor in, in mm. running a, an amazing summer experience for the campers and for the staff. I think that cultural exchange um, brings a, a little more magic to camp. Um, like you said, you know, some of these campers have never met anyone from England or Scotland. And some of these staff that we get from all over the U.S., you know, our staff come from Maine to California, Texas, and everywhere in between, um, have never met anyone from the U.K. And it just opens up, uh, or or Australia or New Zealand, it just opens up so many doors and opportunities. I think what I love the most, you know, like you had talked about earlier, we focus a lot on staff. So when I start to follow my staff on social media and they go to do their semester abroad mm-hmm. and they're spending time with more camp friends and they, that they've only once again known for eight weeks, I think that the, how cool is that? Or like we've had st- um, parents and their kids travel abroad and meet up with staff, staff you know, for dinner, place. for lunch. Nice. And that's cool because that means that that staff member made such an impact on that child's life that the parents feel the need to take a time out of their trip to London to see them or a time out of their trip to Australia to see them. And how cool is that? Um, You know, I was really fortunate. I actually got my master's in England. So when I went over there when I was 22 to get my master's, 
I had a already had a, a friends around nice. me because of camp. And I think yeah. like those type of milestones and those type of changes, like really the international staff just adds so much flavor to what we do. And they're so important. Um, and it just opens a lot of doors for p- people on both sides from, you know, abroad and also for, from here in the States. So. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things is seeing the staff create this like global network after camp. Like I tell them, like, you know, yeah. some people they're, they, they we hire them from Georgia or something. They come up and then all of a sudden after summer, they have friends all over the world. And like you said, I yeah. see them. They're going to travel and visit and see these other people. And I love kind of opening people's minds to that and, and really it's get the staff getting that that global network out of it, which is huge. Networking's huge. You got it's all about your friends in life, you know. Um, yeah. But what are other things that, uh, you know, again, a staff member gets out of working camp, like even let, let's just say, let's use the other example. Like you were the, the prototype sure. worked one summer and you were hooked and you're like in for life. Right. But there's a lot of people that are like <laughs> going to do it for one, maybe two summers and then go and work in a different job, whether it's an office, sure. whether it's marketing, something like that. What are the skills that they're, what are they going to get out of working at a camp even for one summer? Like why, why should they do it? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's just, uh, I speak to days and days about this because I just <laughs> I adore what what you can get out of this when you put the time and effort in and, and you're mm-hmm. fully invested in the summer experience. I mean, you're going to learn um, leadership. What other job are you leading? 15 people to 30 people in a day, whether, whether they're little ones, like their kids or they're adults, you know, if you're teaching basketball to 16 year olds in a day, that's an opportunity you're never going to get. So like straight up leadership every day, day in and day out, um, you're problem solving nonstop, you know, and nonstop in the best possible way, you know, it's like, Oh, you don't have a clean bathing suit, Sarah. Okay, great. Let's figure this out because we have pool next, you know, and uh-huh. nonstop, just problem solving small things to, to bigger things. Um, you get to learn how to be empathetic, which is yeah. a skill that I think a lot of young people, um, especially over the past two years, like it's it, it's so necessary and, and it's so necessary in any job you have. And um, by working directly with kids nonstop, you have to, you get to learn that. Um, the number one skill I think that is the best skill you'll ever walk away from when you are in um, summer camp is learning how to be flexible. Oh, that, you know, that flexible it, is the biggest word, right? The rain, the rain hits and you're like, uh-huh. okay, rainy day schedule number six. Here we yep. go, guys. And uh-huh. the kids are like, but I want to go. Nope, we're moving yep. on. Like, yep. you know, so yes. having to be flexible, um, you know, stress management is huge. I, I mm-hmm. think, you know, and, and there's definitely it can be stressful at camp sometimes, but the, sometimes the most stressful things is just trying to get your 10 campers out the door to get to their first activity, (laughs) you know? So it's a balance with all that, but in the communication, I think everything we do at camp is, is, you know, fat, everything we do in camp, we need the straight up communication in order to be effective. And, and you learn that skill, you learn when to communicate, when not to communicate, who to communicate to. Um, And camp is the, best hands-on experience you can have with that. And that's transferable to any job you end up taking or doing. Yeah. I try and explain that to staff so much. Sometimes they don't get it until they do it. You know, I have yeah. uh, one staff member comes to mind, this uh, friend uh, that she worked for us for a couple of years. Um, and she went on to work in a marketing agency. And, and I remember after like six months, she texted me and was like, I was like, you know, how's it going? And she told me, she's like, I've used more skills. I learned at camp than anything I did at college. And that's, what's getting me noticed in my company. And I was like, really? Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's like these, the, you like you said, the communication skills, the leadership skills, the being able to problem shoot and be flexible. You know, people don't understand. We spend eight months planning for a day of some summer outside fun <laughs> yeah. and then it rains and then we're like okay yeah. let's throw this out and do something different uh and yes yeah. you, flexibility is key and it's, it's these these hard skills that i think 
there's, I don't want to say, I don't, I don't want to bag on education, but I feel like some of it's lacking in like the college higher education and they need some real world skills. And this is, I think summer camp is definitely a great place to get that. And how do you, when you're, when you're talking to a staff member, how do you know that they're going to make it? You know, like what is your, your decision processing when you talk to somebody and you say, Hey, you know what, this person's going to be real good at camp, even though they've never done it before. How do you, what do you look for? Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking for someone who has a good energy about them. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not saying you always have to be the loudest person in the room or be the one up on stage because that's that's not necessary because right. we have kids on all sides as well. If you're looking for staff members to really um, collaborate and, and partner with you in regards to, to taking care of all the kids across the board, but really someone that... Um, can communicate effectively, yeah. answers good questions, you know, typically has a little bit of childcare experience. They don't need mm-hmm. a lot, um, but they want, they have to want to work with kids. And right. that's the number one thing. Like, <laughs> this isn't, this isn't a vacation. You got to want mm-hmm. to work with kids. Um, but really just a good energy about them and, and understanding that, um, you know, they're enthusiastic about it. They know it's going to be hard. They, they know that, the kids are going to be looking up to them uh, as a role model day oh, yeah. in day out. And kids listen and see and they're observant and they're aware of that and, and the magnitude that that holds and, and the fact that the parents are trusting you to take care of their kids. Um, but really just someone that I think has, you know, the patience and once again has some flexibility and mm-hmm. they can articulate that over an interview um, and has a certain energy about them that you're like, this person's going to just crush it. They're going to yeah. be so good because they understand it. They get it. You know, they're, they might be the quiet one with the quiet kids that, you know, sitting in the corner <laughs> and never on stage. And that's okay because yeah. you just know that they're going to, it's, it's a feeling. It's like almost like a gut feeling when you have a conversation with somebody. That's funny. Cause I do the same thing. It's definitely like a conversation, a gut feeling. You just know. And, and I like what you said too. And I try to explain this to people, people, when they think summer camp counselor, they think extrovert, they think loud, yeah. rah, rah, screaming in your face. And there is a lot of that, but a lot of that. not everyone is like that. Cause you're exactly yeah. right. Our kids are not all like that. And if you have an introverted kid, and you have a counselor getting loud and screaming in their face and pushing them, that kid is going to go into a shell more. And so you need yeah. to have that diversity on your staff to, to know how to work with different types of people. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, awesome. And so we got, we got to chat real quickly about scope. Um, cause okay. I, cause I have to bring it up. I mean, scope sponsors the podcast for people that don't know what's actually, you tell me a little bit, cause you're on the board. What, what What's your involvement? Yeah. In scope? And tell us a little about that for a second. Yeah. I love scope. Uh, it's, it's a nonprofit um, and it sends underprivileged kids to sleepaway camp. So what we're both passionate about sleepaway mm-hmm. camp. Um, I'm the co-chair of the associate board. Um, I do that with Leah Carlson and her and I with a uh, partnership and Molly, um, who is the, the director of scope as director, we raise money to send kids to camp. And, um, it is one of my uh, passions. Uh, yeah. we, we, you know, our goal is it's, it costs $1,300 to send kids, uh, for two weeks to sleep with camp. Um, and our goal is the associate board is to raise about 60,000 a year. Um, nice. that's just our, this associate board, which is, um, under partnership with the, board. Uh, and we actually just had a fundraiser this past week where mm-hmm. we were able to raise quite a bit of money. So we're actually, we've hit our goal, I think for this year, which is amazing. amazing. Um, but we, but we collaborate with a, a lot of young professionals, um, in New York city is where our board is based, um, that aren't even working in camp anymore, but have a passion for camp. And we're yeah. always looking for new members. Um, <laughs> and we're always looking for a little, you know, selfish plug, plug yeah. a little bit, plug. Um, always looking for new members and also always looking for people to help us 
um, run events and, and raise money and send kids to camp. We also, we at Trails End in particular, we do a lot of fundraising with our older campers. So we okay. call them our varsity campers, our ninth, 10th, 11th graders. And a lot of our campers choose to use Scope as their nonprofit that they do, you know, volunteers um, service for uh, in high school. Um, and we run like a 5K. We do um, a sportsathon where we raise money for not only Scope, but Pediatric Cancer Foundation. But Scope is is an amazing, amazing organization. And I, I forgot yeah. that you guys partnered with them. That's so uh-huh. amazing, too. Yeah, we started doing that because, again, it's like to say, you know, you and you're a perfect example because here you are, you know, you're so passionate now about your camp and getting camp, campers camp, but not just even your camp. You're on the the, the board of Scope to get people, kids to go to any camp. Uh, and that's yeah. something I say to parents all the time is like, you don't got to go to camp here, go to camp somewhere. Uh, Cause yeah. it's really awesome for the kids. And so I love what you guys do. It's and my only question too, cause I don't, you know, I'm still learning about scope as well. Is it, <laughs> is it one camp that they go to or the kids still get to choose or how's that kind of work? Yeah, that's <clears> a great <throat> question. Yeah. So that is, so they basically have to apply for a scholarship and that's right. how we are. That's, and that the money is then allocated, but there is um, a handful of camps that okay. uh, scope partners with, and then they place the camper with, the openings that the camp has. And that's really all through Molly um, and Heather, who are amazing, amazing. They are, they are a small, but a mighty team there. And they they are able to send a lot of kids to sleepaway camp that need it, that deserve it, that have the opportunity to learn and grow. And it's just, it truly is magical what they're able to do together um, as that office and that team. They, they are exceptional in so many ways. That's fantastic. I love hearing about that. I can't talk. Like, I love talking about it all the time because it, it, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's just like get the kids to camp wherever they can go. Get kids it's, to camp. It's, yeah. It's, I say it's, that all the time. Yep. Just get them somewhere. It's the beautiful thing. Um, okay. And, and so to wrap up here, like, you know, we've been talking about campers. We've been talking about staff. We've been talking about the, just the benefits of camp all around. What are some of the top things like just, you know, your highlights that you get from camp, you know, for, as a camper, as a staff, what's like, if you had to be short, concise, like, here we go. This is the, the number one thing, number two thing that you're going to get from camp. If you come there as a camper, as a staff member, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I mean, I just think lifelong friendships. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think that that's the number one thing. It doesn't matter what age you start or where you are. The ability to build those relationships with um, people around you is, is so impactful. You know, my, I, I tell staff members this during orientation every year, but my best friend in life, like out of my top three best friends, two are from grad school uh, and one is from camp 2008. Wow. I call her for everything. I only spent one summer with her. We physically have only been in the same place for probably out of those, not including those eight weeks, maybe seven other days in our wow. life. But she is one of my best friends of all time. Um, I'm so thankful for our friendship because we were able to spend that one summer together. And I think that that's what's really cool because 15 years later, we're still running strong and friendship wise. Um, and thank goodness for technology because we can FaceTime and call <laughs> each other and speak all the time. But lifelong relationships are by far the number one thing I think everyone is able to get out of sleepaway camp. Yeah, totally. Nothing's better than, you know, campers that were campers at seven years old. And when they're, you know, the best men at their wedding, when they're 30 or whatever it is, because they've been just lifelong friends. And it really is, it really is something that just impacts you for your whole life. And it's like, I I love, I love chatting about it with you, um, you know, because we both get, 
we both get camp and, and we love to spread the gospel of camp of like why everybody should go do that. So uh, I really appreciate you taking your, your, your time to chat with me today here, but the campfire is getting a little low. Um, so we might have to put it out here for a little bit, but we might have to do this again. We're the assistant directors. Uh, me and Sarah always like to talk about how the assistant directors of camp are kind of the unsung heroes. We're the ones that are <laughs> behind the scenes, making things happen. We don't get all the glory of the directors to get, but that's what you need. You need a team and the support. So we might have to do this again. Would you be down to maybe talk I would about love, I'm I'm always down to talk about camp, especially with you, James. So. Okay, I love it. Well, next season, we might have to do another takeover episode. Uh, let us know what you want. But Sarah, it was great chatting with you today. Um, we yeah. look forward to seeing you this summer and have a great summer. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sarah is so fun to talk with. We could go on for hours talking about camp. Talking about all the different ways that camp impacts people from campers all the way up to the staff is something that I think is so important in the camping world. The idea that camp is something only beneficial to certain kind of people is just a thing of the past. Everyone is trying so hard to let people know that being a part of camp, whether it's a camper, a staff member, a supporter, is something that will help you out in many ways you don't even know and it's hard to explain to other people. Her passion for scope is amazing. Trying to get the whole world to go to camp is a passion we both share. As is with the case with Sarah and myself, sometimes one summer is all it takes to possibly change your whole life. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please consider sharing it with your friends or leave a review. Your reviews and shares help us spread this message. Once again, I want to give a thanks to Scope and all our supporters. And until next time, happy camping! Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. Scope stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support scope.